0: Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian Investment Advisor, Financial Planner, and Coach, Bob Barber.
1: Proverbs 21.5, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Well, hello, Bailey. Hi, Bob. You ready for an incredible show today?
2: I'm excited.
1: You know, as we were talking about doing this program on the Rule of 72, I think my nerdness totally came out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little
2: bit, a little bit.
1: (laughs) Just slightly, you're like, how can you get so excited about the Rule of 72?
2: (laughs) I've never seen someone so enthusiastic about math.
1: (laughs) Well, I tell you, you hear me talk a lot on the podcast about understanding how money works, and Mm -hmm. the money game. And the Rule of 72, it's interesting that we're making a whole entire program on the Rule of 72. And I remember the first time I heard this was in high school in a math course I was taking on business math Mm -hmm. and the explanation of the Rule of 72. And it's like a light went on. I was like, wow, this can really be applied towards becoming that millionaire someday. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I also heard it again when I started in the financial services business and saw a guy that He got on a chart and he said the rule 72 and he starts doing this math in front of me and in front of the entire audience to grab this and really understand how this rule works and in mm-hmm. investing and making money and having enough money for the rest of your life without running out. And how it can apply, I thought, let's bring this to the podcast.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm excited to learn about it. I'd never heard of this before working here. And you've been learning about it since high school. We won't say how long ago that was. No, that's okay.
1: That's okay. (laughs) I don't mind saying I'm 58 years old. And hopefully I'll get to do this another 20 or 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm out, out in the fields. I'm here in a nice, <laughs> comfortable place. And, and I think I can sit at a desk when I'm 70 years old. So, um, <laughs> and, and the wisdom that comes from doing this for so many years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the first to raise my hand. Hey, I've made a lot of mistakes in life. But you learn from those mistakes. Mm. And I want to teach you how to not make those same mistakes. And the rule 72 Thank goodness that's not a mistake I've made, but I see a lot of people making mathematical mistakes with their investments Mm -hmm. by not understanding this rule of 72.
2: Sure, sure. Well, will you tell us what this magic rule is?
1: Well, if you go look it up on the internet, the rule 72 is a simple way to determine how long an investment will take to double. Given a fixed annual rate of interest. All right, let's just think about this. We know right now the bank is paying about 1% if you're lucky in interest. Whatever you have in that bank, if you just were to let that sit there and didn't pull anything out at all, and if you're making 1%, by the rule of 72, it would take 72 years for that money to double if you never touched it compounding plays into the rule of 72. So what I mean is, is when you're making a rate of return, whether you're making 1%, 5%, or 10%, when you're applying the rule of 72, that mathematical formula works when you're reinvesting the interest that you're making. Hmm. So let's take a simple amount of money. Let's take a $10,000 investment and a simple whole number is 10%. Mm-hmm. If you were to make 10% on that money in one year, 10% of $10,000 is how much? 1,000. $1,000. <laughs> $1,000, okay? So, it means the next year so you make that 10% and then, by the way, when I'm talking about rate of returns, I'm I'm not going to go beyond 10 or 12% today and I want to make sure that everyone understands when I speak of these rates of returns, these are not guarantees. Hmm. Nothing is guaranteed in life. Amen. <laughs> except our salvation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: But nothing is guaranteed in life. But when I'm talking rate of returns here, I'm going to use some whole numbers like 5% or 6% or 10%. But that's taking that number and using so you made money on your 10,000, you made a 1,000, you add it to that 10,000. Now you have 11,000. And the next year, that's gonna make 10%. Mm-hmm. And then you, so that'd be $1,100. And then the next year, you've got $12,100 $12, making 10. So it's constantly adding that back in. And the Rule 72s, when we talk about this, is always compounding. Hmm. But to understand how this Rule 72 works can mean the difference between having 500000 or a million. 2 million. Did you notice I doubled every time there? Yeah. I went from 500,000 to a million to 2 million. Hmm. And it's really important that you understand compound interest or compounding returns and how the Rule 72 works with it. They go hand in hand with Hmm. one another. And this is when I was speaking with you earlier today when I was driving into the office about how much it can cost you By waiting to save money because it all is about doubles. It's all about doubling from a dollar to $2 from $2 to four from four to eight from eight to 16. I'm going to ask you a really simple math question. I know you're not really a big mathematician. If you have a certain rate of interest and it's a trick question, I'm going to ask you how long does it take from a, for a dollar and you're making the same rate of interest for a dollar to double to two dollars versus eight dollars to double to sixteen dollars, same amount the, of time. Exactly the same amount of time. Now, if you go from a dollar to two dollars, or you go from eight dollars to sixteen dollars, have you made more money from the eight to sixteen than the one to two? Yeah, that's exactly right. But you're never going to get to the eight to sixteen or the sixteen to thirty-two until you start. And get from Mm. the 1 to the 2, and the 2 to the 4, and the 4 to the 8, and the 8 to the 16, Mm -hmm. and so forth. You've got to start. So when you look at how much it costs you for procrastinating to start saving, and I was pointing this example out to you this morning. It's not the first double that's hurting you. Mm. It's the last double. It's the double down the line of going from 8 to 16, or 16 to 32. And you look at that last double that you're not getting for every single year that you wait to save, and it's costing you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on a monthly basis. Wow. Because you're not getting that last double. Hmm. That last double where it goes from 500,000 to a million, Mm -hmm. or where it goes from a million to 2 million, you know, you think about the last double. And you go from five hundred thousand to a million, and now you're not going to get to five hundred thousand it's going to take you twenty years to get to that point or twenty five years saving over and over. but I see this all the time sure. I have people retiring from the big fortune five hundred companies they've been putting money into their 401k they walk in with 500 to a million dollars say i'm retiring, this is what i 'm going to retire on mm-hmm. so they're there but that last $500,000 double, where it goes from $500 to a million, or it goes from $250 to five hundred, dollars but we're going to use the $500,000 to a million. That's $500,000. I'm going to divide that. Let's say you're making an average rate of return of uh, 6%. Okay. How many times does 6 go into 72? Hmm. I see you on your calculator over there.
2: <laughs> 12.
1: 12 times. So in 12 years, it would take at a six percent return for the five hundred thousand to double to a million. So if you take five hundred thousand divided by twelve, okay, I'm doing that on my calculator right here. I'm I'm I got an unfair advantage to those that are listening, but divided <laughs> by twelve, that's forty-one thousand dollars every year. You divide that by twelve months in the year. Every year, I mean, every month, that's $3,472. Now, if you wait 12 years to start investing, it's costing you $3,472 a month by waiting. Wow. Procrastination is the most costly thing out there. And understanding how the rule of 72 and compounding works hand in hand, if I could just drill it in the people your age bailey you're 26 Mm -hmm. we were talking about how many doubles do you think you have between 26 and your life expectancy and you told me i didn't think i'd make it this far you know what (laughs) i'm at 58 i didn't think i'd make it this far and by the way you always hear an older person tell tell you this If I'd have known I was going to live this long, I'd have taken better care of myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the life expectancy of people today is 80 and 90 years. I mean, our life expectancy has increased dramatically. It used to be 65 years. But even if you make it to 65 and you're just 26, you've got three or four doubles depending on your rate of return Mm -hmm. between now and then. But every year you wait... You're not going to have that last double.
2: Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I think for people my age, I know for me, it feels like we have forever to think about things like that. We have we have so much time before we retire, so we can wait, right? <laughs> but that's puts things in perspective very differently.
1: Yeah, because it's the last double that matters, it's not the first one. Mm-hmm. And this rule 72 can be applied. Not only to investing and saving, Mm -hmm. but it can also be applied to withdrawals. You remember the example I was giving you this morning? Mm -hmm. What was that example?
2: About buying a car?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and how much that can cost you.
1: Well, so let's use the rule 72. Let's say somebody is taking out, and we're going to use a 6% example again. Now remember, that's not a guarantee, Mm -hmm. but you know... If we look at past performance, which is no guarantee of future performance, if we look at past performance, a moderate portfolio averages 5 to 6% a year. Okay. So let's just use a 6%, and that's in a very diversified portfolio of, you know, stocks and bonds and cash and maybe gold or silver, real estate, et cetera. So let's start with somebody that has a $100,000 portfolio, Bailey. And example I was giving you this morning was a $30,000 car, because, you know, cars are quite expensive today so they don't have cash reserves they want to buy this nice shiny new car that they found mm-hmm. it's $30,000 by the way I guess good luck with that a lot of them are even more expensive than that today Sure so it's $30,000 they're going to withdraw 30000 from their $100,000 mm-hmm. portfolio that is in a moderate portfolio making a five to six percent average return now we're, I got to say again that's not guaranteed but that's what our average has been and that's what an average balanced portfolio, you know, you can go to any online brokerage firm or any online, you know, mutual fund, it's a balanced fund. You're going to see that's kind of the average rate of return. Sure. So what happens, Bailey, when if you withdraw $30,000 from a $100,000 portfolio,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: even in this case from $500,000 portfolio or two it doesn't matter, you're withdrawing $30,000 to go buy a car.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're you were making an average rate of return of five or six percent on that. So let's say six, because that goes into 72 12 times. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. We got our formula 12 times. What would the thirty thousand dollars have doubled to in twelve years? Thirty thousand times two is what?
2: Sixty thousand.
1: Okay. What would it have doubled to in another 12 years? 60,000 times 2 is?
2: 120,000.
1: Correct. So let's look at you've withdrawn $30,000 from a portfolio to go buy a $30,000 car. Mm-hmm. Had you kept that $30,000 in the portfolio, it would have grown to? 120,000. 120,000. That's right. Now, I'm going to ask. A trick question of you. Hopefully, you'll get it right because we're recording. We'll see. What's that thirty thousand dollar car going to be worth in twenty four years?
2: Not one hundred and twenty thousand dollars exactly.
1: <laughs> now remember, cars depreciate. It might be worth five or six thousand. Mm-hmm. So what has it? What has that car cost you? You withdrew thirty thousand dollars from your portfolio to go buy that new car. What was the true cost of that car over, say, a 24-year period?
2: I mean, at least Mm
1: $115,000. That's right. Wow. You got it. So the Rule 72 works not only on saving and doubling money, but you got to think about the Rule 72. Anytime you want to withdraw money in a large lump sum amount Hmm. from a portfolio and what that's costing you over the years... And is that a wise choice? Wow. Because of how it's compounding on itself.
2: Wow. I had never even thought about that because, again, it feels like, you know, I'm 26. I've got plenty of time to save, but also I can make this big expenditure right now because it won't affect me 10 years from yeah. now. <laughs>
1: yeah. So even if you don't have the 30000 but you go borrow
2: uh-huh.
1: the 30000 to go buy that vehicle. Now- You're having to pay money for that vehicle. Now, I'm not saying you don't need, everybody needs a vehicle. Sure. But you're paying money towards that vehicle that you could have been doing what? Saving. Could have been saving. You got it. So that's why when I heard about the Rule 72 so many years ago, a light went on inside of my head. Mm Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's going to happen with somebody listening today that every single month or year they procrastinate and wait to start saving, Mm -hmm. it's costing them this much. Also, rate of returns. When you figure in rate of returns, like I mentioned in the beginning, you're lucky today if you can go to the bank and get 1% on your money in a CD, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: maybe two, at one to 2%. How many times does one go into 72? That's a simple one.
2: 72.
1: 72. How many times does two go into 72? 36. 36. Okay. <laughs> I can do all this stuff in my head. I don't even need a calculator. Uh-huh. Okay. So when you have money in the bank, now I understand it's good to have some there for emergency reserves, but not too much. You want to get that money invested because at a 1% rate of return, it's going to take seventy-two years for that money to double. Wow! Versus if you're making a six percent rate of return, it's going to take it twelve years to double. Now there is risk and reward. Sure. And you're taking more risk. And we were talking about a scriptural principle behind that earlier, mm-hmm. and it's called the parable of the talents. It's over in Matthew twenty-five, fourteen through thirty. And it talks about a master and he gives one talent to one servant, three talents to another servant and five talents to another servant. Hmm. OK, now, remember, one gets five, one gets three, one gets one. Who has the most to lose of these three servants?
2: The one with five talents. Yes, yeah,
1: the one with five. But what does the one with five talents do? He invests. He invests it. And when his master comes back, he says to him, Master, you've given me five talents. Here is another five. Hmm. And the master says, well done, good and faithful servant. You did something with what I gave you.
0: Hmm.
1: The one with two had more to lose than the one with one. He does the same thing. But what does the one that was given the one talent do with it? He nothing. had the least amount to lose, and then what does he do with it? <laughs> he nothing. He buries it, yeah. He, do, he does nothing with it, and the master is so upset with him. He says, give it to the guy with five who did something with it, which goes back to the story of what are we doing with what God has given us? Hmm. And I understand risk and reward. The lower the return, the least amount of risk. The higher the risk, hopefully more return. Sure. Now, that's not always the case (laughs) because, you know, higher risk is higher risk. Right. But in this biblical example that's been given to us, you take this scripture, I never take, you don't want to take scripture out of context. Hmm. So you also want to look at other scriptures and how that plays into this scripture and investing. And you come over to Ecclesiastes 2 and Solomon's talking about one of the wealthiest men that ever lived in the world. He said, give your portions to seven even to eight, because you do not know what disaster may come upon the land. Hmm. So Solomon, the wealthiest man in the world, did not go put it all in the ground and bury it, did not go put it all in some high-risk venture. He diversified Mm -hmm. amongst six to seven different ventures. Hmm. So diversification is extremely important when we talk about rates of return and the rule 72s, and compounding, and how all this works together. And it's mind-boggling. It's hard to know what to do. And this is why I come back to Scripture. It says, plans fell from lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed." That's in Proverbs, the 15th chapter. And you come over to Ecclesiastes and it says, pity the man that has no one to watch his back, two or three or better than one. Hmm. So as believers, it's good for us to come together and help one another with this money game and investing and using biblical principles mm-hmm. and the rule of 72 and understanding how that applies. I know not everybody is going to be a nerd like Bob Barber <laughs> and love these mathematical formulas. You've got other things that you'd rather do and you love to do. But understanding the Rule 72s and how it applies hmm. to investing and compounding and saving money, as well as withdrawing money, is very important to understand. Hmm and we're going to put this all on the podcast website so that you can go to it you can see the definition of the rule of 72s you can understand compounding then just get yourself out a piece of paper and a calculator all of us had that on our phone and start figuring how the rule of 72s can apply to investing and every time you want to withdraw money from a portfolio that's clicking along and doing a good five or six percent return think about what are you withdrawing that money for Hmm. and where's it going and wherever it's going, is that going to be compounding upward or is it going to be losing value? Wow. And that's what I've done in my own life over the years and what this old guy now wants to teach others about how money works. Mm -hmm. And this applies right into that formula.
2: Amen. Amen. Well, I think that's one of the reasons that I love this podcast is is I know that not everybody looks at the world through the lens of math and the lens of money, and money can feel, or saving or investing can feel really overwhelming. I know it does to me. It feels like this big. Uh, formula that I cannot figure out, but this just simplifies it. This just simplifies it so much so that it feels tangible to a 26 year old or to somebody who hasn't started yet, but could start today instead of waiting another month to start.
1: And it applies not only to a 26 year old, it applies to a 56 year old and even a 76 year old, hmm. because it all has to do with, you know, how often money's going to double and don't think it doesn't apply to everyone. It applies to everyone. It does really <laughs> apply. The younger you are, the more important it is to understand the rule of 72. And we have definitely gone over how this thing works. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to spend another hour on this. <laughs> but I, w- I hope that this helps everyone in the future. Hey, give me a call if you don't really understand what I'm talking about, and we can go through some mathematical formulas, and I'll show you how this works. I've done it right in my office. You know, I get a big white pad, the kind that you stand up in front of. Mm -hmm. You take the dry erase marker or whatever, and I can draw on it, and I can show you how this is so powerful.
2: Yeah. So if you want to give us a call at the office, the number is 830-609-6986, and Bob can walk
0: you through all those things.
1: Sounds great.
0: All right. Thanks, Bob. That's all for now. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, or Stitcher. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit CISWealth.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA CIS Wealth Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guest. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional.